I'm your host, Carrie Arata, Akashic Records reader, psychic sleuth, and spiritual guide. And this is The Infinite Dance, the Akashic Podcast. Whoa! <laughs> How is everyone doing with the Lion's Gate energy? I'm recording this on the 6th of August, 2023, and I have been feeling big time energies coming in since the end of July, and recently I am feeling almost like I'm like not swimming, but it's this weird like surreal feeling um, after a certain amount of time amongst people. I noticed it today because I was vending at an event in the park and it started early, like eight o'clock in the morning. I was there like 6.45 and I slept all right. You know, I was rested and all that, all things. And it was pretty okay until about, it got a little bit later and it wasn't super hot and I was in the shade. So it's not like I was feeling like a ton of heat and but then I tried to do some errands and try to go places and it was just like, okay, I need to get home. <laughs> I need to not be around people because it's like I, I commented on someone else's post that talked about Lionsgate. Like if you're not swimming in water, you kind of just want to hide unless there's like a lot of structure around, like go here, park there. If there's not that, it's like, well, what do I do with my, you know, what do I do right now? Because I'm trying to go somewhere <laughs> and it doesn't feel like I can get there because I don't know where to park my car. I don't know where to put myself. Anyways, that's how I've been experiencing the Lionsgate energy so far. And of course it peaks on the 8th. So August 8th. And yes, that is Jasmine playing with, if you hear a little... That's, she's playing with paper in the background. So I'm about to take it away from her here so that she stops doing that. And I will. I will be right back. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Got the paper up. So that wouldn't keep disturbing us the entire time. That would have been a little bit too much. But yes, my cat, my little baby lion was making her herself known. So let's break down, and by the way, when I was at the vending event, I was slower than normal, and I hadn't vended at this, I vended at this one a year and a half ago, so I haven't been back since, and it's in a different, slightly different spot, and it was slow. We, there was a lot of people, there was a lot of people, but they would say hi, they'd greet you, you know, good morning, whatever, but not very many stopped by. Um, you know, usually the crystals and, you know, ancient body works, what's an Akashic reading? Oh, chakra clearing. Um, there was really very little interaction and it wasn't just me. It was the other vendors, whether they were selling food or, um, you know, harnesses for your dog or something like that. So I just thought that was a little interesting, um, observation also. So let's go ahead and break down this Lionsgate for this season, right? Every, now every... Lionsgate happens in Leo season because we're in Leo season right now. Big, sunny, lovey energy, giving and receiving. Front and center. Hear me roar. 
those are the things that came up with this Leo seat, with, with the Leo, but particularly just sitting down and starting to write for right now. And I also put always sets our stage. So I thought that was interesting. I received a sweet little love, she called it love bead necklace from a coworker and she made them for everybody. And some had hearts and some had keys and some had locks. I picked one with a key. And they're just these like multiple, multicolored like little seed bead necklaces. And I just thought how sweet, how sweet of her to do this loving gesture. I mean, she had to sit there and be, you know, beat these necklaces and put her loving energy into it. So I thought that was really sweet on the receiving end there. Um, this year for Lionsgate, it's happening August 8th, 2023. So that in numbers and numerology goes down to a five. So what do we know about five? Fives can be transitions, changes. They can be challenging depending on how you're looking at things. Um, in the department of love and communication is where we're seeing it the most. How we communicate with others, how we communicate with the higher realm, how we communicate with ourselves. How are we talking to ourselves? Are we coming from this loving energy? And what love do you need to bring into your life? And what kind of love do you need to let go of? Meaning, where are you putting your energy with the, the energy around that? It's not that you're going to stop loving. But are you going to stay, let's say, in a certain relationship, friend or otherwise, you know, romantic, doesn't matter. And with the help of that, right, not just being a five and transitions, we've got Venus, the planet Venus, and the planet Mercury are both in retrograde. So they are both scooching back, doing their reverse motion. And we are having an opportunity to look back at how we've been speaking, how we've been loving, how we've been allowing ourselves to be loved and seeing what do we actually want, right? Because retrogrades always ask us to slow down every time. doesn't matter what planet it's in. You're needing to slow down. And that's hard because... You go out in the world and you go, go, go. You're in a car, you're in a plane, you're in, you know, going to work. You're trying to make a call. You're trying to get a certain paper or document um, mailed or faxed or date myself there um, <laughs> or sent. And maybe it's just not happening. And that can be very frustrating. So how we talk around that. I also heard as I was sitting down to do this podcast, the phrase, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And when I thought of areas in my own life where I can let go of, you know, I'm kind of good with it. Like if I thought of, um, like even getting takeout and like not being able to decide, oh, then I'm just going home, <laughs> you know, no deal. Um, maybe I just need water or maybe I just need, you know, whatever's in the fridge that day. And not being, and that's like something little, right? But then if there is a conversation or a um, interaction or needs in my relationship, um, maybe I get to step back and go, 
you know, maybe I'm not clinging to that so much and looking for solutions to where I'm feeling frustrated or abandoned or pick a thing and where that's coming from, right? Because I'm slowing down and I'm looking back. Where is this coming from? Why am I feeling this? The energy right now feels swimmy. I think I said that earlier. And I'm really trying to go with it. Like when I was out trying to do the errands, I'm like, I need to get home. I really wanted to do the podcast. I meant to do it two days ago, but it, it was too crazy at work. And by the time I got home, I was too tired. And so I knew I wanted to do the podcast. And I was like, you know, I'm feeling this kind of dreamy energy. And I really wanted to do it in that state. Like it was really important to hone or harness that energy and relay it into the podcast. So I hope that it's coming across um, clear, but also feeling that dreamy state and ethereal. Yeah. yeah, it's really kind of bringing, I'm really feeling those both come in, wanting to do this podcast, talking, putting it out there, something that's earth-based with this higher realm energy that feels so close right now, feels really, really close. So when I think about myself trying to go with this swimmy flow in water, I'm really going like some days I might want to float in water and some days I may want to do the crawl stroke, which is a stroke where your face is in the water and you um, have your arms reaching overhead. Okay. And then you're scooping the water behind you and you're kicking. Some days maybe I'll take a deep dive and slap my mermaid tail. Yes. And I got a great image of that when I was writing and I thought, oh, this is good. This feels really good. And not to say I haven't had some frustrating moments lately. There's definitely been some where I'm just like, you know, wait a minute. But I know if I get home or I get in water or I get to this place where I can get to that, that state of everything's all right. It's just as it's supposed to be. And then I can start to figure stuff out again. Because I'm going to want to, right? We're going to want to figure out all the things, what's going on. Also notice what you're drawn to right now. Conversations with people. What you stick around for. And, oh, what is this person talking about? What is that person talking about? Um, retail items you might be drawn to purchase. Or even look at longer. Uh, jewelry, lotion, etc. I happened to buy this lotion the other day. And I like the way it smelled. Um, the bottle has this like almost like geode looking explosion of like greens and blues and golds. It's really pretty. And the brand is called Quiet and Roar. And it's a lemon blossom and mint scent. Yeah, I thought when I was looking at it, I was like, Psst. yeah, I'm picking up this roar. Here we are in Leo season and Lionsgate's approaching. And I really feel like that little like looking at that again is like yeah 
there's this quiet roar that's happening. It's not like we need to scream anymore for these. The, the knowing is so right there. The knowing is literally, we can't not look, right? Like, it, you can't not look. It's right here. It's any truth, any that's that you're like, wait a minute, what did that? And you maybe really doubted and maybe pushed it away in the past. Now you're just like, oh, yeah, duh, duh. And when we look at these things, we're attracted to, um, especially when we have all these timelines that we're jumping for higher good, okay? But these subtle messages of something you purchase, a crystal, a lotion that has a certain look or term or brand, right? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it just really kind of starts to make you have to stop. And that's what we need when we have the retrogrades, okay? When we need to pay attention to what's coming through from past. And transitions can be tough. So this Lionsgate, right, is a transition Lionsgate. Yes, we're manifesting. Yes, there's big love. But this this transition element that's huge, right? And I'll get more into that in a moment because I did pull more Akashic Tarot for this. So I was guided to do that. When we have this access and this opportunity to jump the timelines, right, old timelines, and rewrite our story that we're meant to live, not the story that we're just meant to survive by, and that's what we call living. We're looking for thriving in all the ways, every aspect, every aspect of your life. And when we have an opportunity like this to jump timelines while looking into the past, for more clues. So that's really important. We're not looking to the past to redo it. We're looking for clues. Okay. Think of a deep dig, an archaeological dig. In fact, there's a great, they're not calling it a documentary because of course they won't, but it's a, I call it a documentary because it just gives me the fuzz bumps the whole time. But there's a documentary on Netflix called Ancient Apocalypse with Graham Hancock, and I would highly recommend checking that out. I'm probably going to watch it again. Um, I watched the whole thing over the last like week, week and a half maybe, and like I had to tell myself to go to bed. <laughs> I was like, stop watching another episode because it was done in episodes. It's fascinating that he goes to these various areas of the world including the United States, and finds these areas of, uh, of interest, of archaeological interest, and how the stories around them are incomplete. And that's what I got from this. Like, there's a story that's been told, and it's incomplete, like it stopped. It was like, you know, it got to like, I don't know, chapter five, but there should have been five more chapters or something um, of these certain certain, excuse me, areas, and it so ties into what we're, what perfect time to release this, 
on Venus and Mercury and retrograde, how are we talking about these things, right? How are we talking about these um, sites that have this natural phenomenon of a person, ancient societies making these mounds or making these structures or making these underground uh, dwellings. And it's fascinating to know that uh, people, right, did this. And why did they do this? We don't exactly know, but there are clues to maybe there's something to go down the sky. Maybe there's a comet. There, maybe there was, right, that, that that's going to make it so that they have to hide or they have to protect themselves. Um, you know, the Great Ice Age. It's, it's very fascinating. If you haven't watched it, um, go watch it. I, again, will probably watch it again. Um, but when we can look back for these clues, we look to the past for the clues. We have a brighter prospect for manifesting the people, places, jobs, etc. that are for the highest benefit. When we look at the past as, well, why, or I was shameful, or I was, you know, pick a thing, then we're going to get stuck in these lower dimension or lower vibrational timelines, right? We want to step up. We're stepping into, I believe, what was here at one time. We are stepping into another cycle of great knowing and not being able to dumb it down anymore. Like we've done that long enough. Everything else is going to fall away or have major blocks, you know, if it's not meant to happen. So just know that. Um, I know I'm, I'm facing my own stuff right now that I'm like, okay, really? Um, I need this or I need that. And it's, you know, not going through um, as fast as I'd like it to. Okay, here's the Akashic Tarot. The Akashic Tarot I drew, and I thought this is interesting, was Initiation and the Count St. Germain. His card in this deck, both cards were of the Major Arcana, and these are for the collective, is a number 14, which equals 5. And standing among the pillars within a beautiful temple, the Ascended Master, Count St. Germain, sends his light and energy to the four robed people who stand before him. It's time for their initiation. This card represents your initiation. It is much more than a change or even a transformation. It's nothing less than your movement into higher revelations of power, insight, and achievement. And guess what? The time is now. Some loss of lower vibration relationships, jobs, or activities may be required in order to lift you to the new heights and power that await you. Your initiation can be aided by meditation and study, as well as connecting to the ascended masters with whom you have worked for centuries upon centuries. Know that you have shared purposes and activities with the masters, even if you aren't certain of what they are yet. The disciplines you create now during your initiation and the work you do with the masters will lift your service to the world and to all humankind. This is a time of enormous uplifting, first in your energy and evolution, then 
in your manifest outer reality. The power that you hold within will impact every part of your life. The Akashic force behind this card is to close your eyes and see yourself on the path of your initiation with the Count St. Germain beside you. Feel your energy and receptivity heighten as your vibration quickens, realizing there are no limits or hindrances. What's next for you? I love that. So the Count St. Germain came up um, before, and the things associated with Count St. Germain are Violet Flame or the Fleur de Lis. Um, as a three-fold flame of God identity in every heart. The amethyst stone is associated with him and also the Maltese cross. So I happened to pick out my amethyst and brought it to, um, to the farmer's market earlier. So I thought that was interesting that that was um, that violet flame was coming for sure. So the second card that was chosen was or is called Absum 22. So that's a four card. So the picture on this card is a candle cast light on an open book held by a young woman sitting at a desk. Her eyes are drawn to the side as if she were distracted from her reading by a curious thought or someone nearby. She is surrounded by several people, many of whom are somewhat translucent and glowing. An angel bends and whispers, Adsum, I rise, I am here, I attend you. Adsum is a single word that has many, many meanings. First, it affirms your own strength and focus in the present. You can use it as a command word whenever you find yourself distracted from what's at hand. Say, Adsum, I am here and feel yourself attend to the situation or person before you. This word also declares your arrival at the goals, at your goals and all your wishes coming true. Say, add some, I arise, and take a moment to see yourself reaching your goals absolutely. Whenever you get this card, know that you're on your way to the results and seek with the help, the results you seek with the help of others and the glorious help of spirit. This card also reminds you to be assured that no matter what's happening in your life, spirit is always there for you. They reach out to you, sharing their light and power and serving you in every way. From the least to the highest, from, from grandma to the divine, an, an eternal community attends you. Say, add some and take some time to attend them too. You can act on your promise to God as spirit lifts you upon their shoulders. You are present for each other. And together you arrive at your dreams. That's so beautiful. The Akashic force behind this one is if you close your eyes and sense all your spirit guides gathering, take a deep breath and fill the words, add some, I arrive inside you. The divine stands next to you as you arrive at your highest dream. See it now. And I will post those on the Infinite Dance Facebook page. And also on my Instagram uh, account, so you can see the pictures of those. But I thought that was um, who else was coming through. I thought, um, and I like the fact of being present and having a word to get you there, because I know sometimes if I just 
stop and take a deep breath, or I have my mantra, you know, I have my mantras I work with, uh, depending on the time of my life. And when I work with those, I can really get to that space, excuse me, that I need to be if I'm feeling chaotic or if I'm feeling stressed out or, you know, all the things. So before we go into the meditation, I just want to remind you all that um, I appreciate you being here so much. And if you'd like to donate to the podcast, you can do so on uh, Zelle, Venmo, or PayPal. And I have those linked in the show notes. If you'd like a private reading, uh, you can go to my website, ancientbodyworks.co. I have an Akashic Tarot class for those in the Reno Tahoe area happening on the 27th of August at 11 o'clock at my office. That is also on the website. The guideship program is starting end of October. So excited for that one. Um, you get $100 off if you sign up before the end of September. And if you need it, I do have a payment plan option. You can receive a free reading from me in exchange for a podcast episode. So if you would like to have a reading, I would love to give you one. And in exchange, I would um, talk about that reading um, uh, on a podcast episode. So just let me know if that's something you are interested in. If you want to come on, I'd love to have you. And you even come on anonymously. So we can use a different name. And every Wednesday is Way Out Wednesday. And Way Out Wednesday is 20% off all sessions. Um, So all private readings are 20% off on that day. You can either book them for that day or you can purchase it that day for a future time. Completely up to you. All right, so I wanted to get all that out of the way because after the meditation, I want to just be able to leave you to go off into your, um, wherever you go, and maybe have a little chill out time. So let's go ahead and get grounded in the space. Go ahead and take the deepest breath in you have all day. Right into your lower abdominals. Long, slow exhale. I want you to take three lion's breaths. So that's an inhale and an exhale, tongue is out, open your mouth really wide, let it out. We're going to do two more just like that. Nice deep breath in, open your mouth wide, stick your tongue out. Last one, nice deep breath in. And exhale, lion's breath. We ask for guidance from the universal spirit creator, our angels and our spirit guides, to move from soul to subconscious, from subconscious to conscious being, to higher self. We request protected conduits to the realm of the highest good, aligned only to light, so that we may raise our frequency for the good of all beings, and so that we may step back and see and be. In gratitude, humility, grace, and love, we only accept frequencies of 500 or above, so won't it be? 
We ask for a 100% connection to source and a 100% gold cord at heart chakra. I want you to go ahead and envision a cord attaching you to the core of Gaia of our earth to tether you while we travel, whatever it looks like for you. Envision that gold cord at heart chakra, reaching up to higher realm. We are connected. Starting down a dirt road, dancing, and not just like a little wiggle. This is a full body, arms coming up overhead, legs kicking out behind you, making a turn. There's no way to start on this path besides moving your body and it's really big, really deliberate way. You hear drums in the background or in the distance. You're not alone. There are others dancing with you. There's so much gratitude. So much gratitude for the earth under your feet, for the sky above you. You're dancing with all those that are around you, you're, you know the same note. You're dancing in unison with each other. You're dancing so much, it's coming out naturally. It's like you can't stop. The sky, it is a little cloudy and there's some gray clouds. But it's okay, you're continuing to dance with the dirt under your feet. 
Feel the cool air on your skin. Feels good. Once again, the dancing is constant. Arms are pushing down and reaching up. And you're turning to the right. And now you're turning to the left. You don't feel dizzy. Just needs to happen. It's just how your body wants to go. You're letting go of all that stuck energy that's been in our bodies in our cells, dancing it out into the earth, offering up to the heavens. Transmute it. We're seeing things as they are. This road you're on with your brothers and your sisters connects all over the world. This road can take you to Egypt, it can take you to Turkey, it can take you to India, it can take you to Cambodia, South America, United States. Australia, it can even take you to Antarctica. you get to Antarctica, you're doing a motion with your hand, your right hand, where it's coming up right in front of your face and making a half circle to your right waist. So it comes up, circles down, and you keep doing that. You stop at your waist before you make that circle again. It, it looks like it does now. It looks cold and icy, but there's sun, and it doesn't feel uncomfortable. You're aware that you have clothes on, and they strip away off of you and, like, switch with Help from an animal. I'm seeing later hosen. You're changing these, it's just happening though. It's like you're going in and out of these different clothes. Now your arms are coming down by um, your midline. 
and then all the way up above. So you're moving your feet still, and hands are coming down below you, and then up above. Down below, and above. Down below, above. Calling in the ancient wisdom. And you're being guided to stop. You're back on the original dirt path that you started on. So the dirt path, that clouded sky, it's a little bit of gray, but it's not going to storm. And you're either sitting or you're lying down. Whichever's most comfortable, but you're still now. Eyes are closed. Again, you're amongst others. They're doing the same. Their eyes are closed. We're still. When we're still, after the movement, it connects us. So whether you're sitting or lying, golden line that's connecting you with all those around you all over the world. And that gold line shines bright. It's like gold coordinate heart chakras that are connecting all of us. Naturally, and when we do this, we get to reverse. I mean, excuse me, see past, see past lives understand past energies. It literally opens a huge tomb is the way I'm seeing it. This huge tomb door or lid because it looks horizontal and it's opening up. very methodical how it opens. It almost looks like a spiral where or a dial, but it's definitely limestone, heavy stone. We get to know. We get to know. It's value to every fiber of our DNA, every 
part of our being is willing. Now there's you standing, you awake on that dirt dirt path and road, big sky, you're on a cliff now overlooking the ocean, so you see water, and you're bringing your right hand in front of you directly straight out, your left arm is reaching behind you, palms are up, and you're bringing that left arm to in a straight line up over your head to meet your right arm. And after you do that, you're going to take both hands and bring them to your heart. I feel like being back on the dirt again. You can be on that on your bottom or on your stomach, on your back. If you need to roll back and forth a little bit, do it. Every guide, every ascended master is there, archangels, Or laying on that cliff, looking out over the ocean, look as far as you can. Find that point. Touch your axon. That's going to help you focus and stay present to continue on your path and purpose. Through kind of day because the sky is still a little cloudy and a little gray. But you've got the interconnectedness of all beings all over the world. And with that power, you can create the most amazing world 
a local tribe that will connect to they're always guided Archangel Alexandra with her power hand on your head let you know you have support you are never left Ready? Go ahead and take a deep breath in. Let your soul expand. Take a little bit of your fingers and your toes. Roll your neck, your shoulders. Really balloon your stomach out. Get nice and grounded back in the space that you're in. I hope you get a lot from that meditation of interconnectedness. Wow. We had massive connection, which we need, and we know that. Continue to peel back layers of your interconnected soul and continue to ask yourselves and each other, may I have this dance? 